0: to the Heat Check. The Heat Check with Trista Crick. The best podcast covering all the drama around the association. Let's move on to some, some hoop stuff because I know that... So, Pittsburgh. So, what's the NBA team? What, which, what was the NBA team for you growing up?
1: You know, it's so unfortunate we don't have an NBA team. Pittsburgh loves basketball. No one talks about this, and people laugh when we get mentioned for an expansion team, but Pittsburgh loves its sports so much... We would do so well with an NBA team. We have the arena. It's relatively new. PPG, where the Pens play. They host March Madness there. It's plenty big enough. But I've never had a team there. And as a kid, I always was just a fan of the league. You know, the closest I came to becoming a fan of an actual team was as a kid. We'd always go visit my grandparents in Cleveland. Mm. And, you know, as a young kid, it was tied up perfectly with LeBron's first stint in Cleveland. So it was the coolest thing. My grandparents would get us tickets once a year to go see LeBron, and I got to see, you know, the other team too, like I saw Yao Ming in person. We saw a young T-Mac and we went to a couple games versus the Bulls and, you know, young LeBron, people kind of forget this now, but was like the most electric player ever to watch. Like just crazy athletic, worth the price of admission every single time. So I liked the Cavs back then, but I never really built like such a connection with them. I can't I can't explain it, but like I, I'm wearing like a PSG shirt right now, hoodie. I, I bought this and I was like, maybe I'll become a PSG fan, you know? Like that'd be nice, <laughs> right? Like they got they got Neymar, like Neymar. Trista it never works for me. I can only be fans of the teams that are in Pittsburgh. I tried to become a Cavs fan. I tried to be a PSG fan. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I try to be a Warriors fan too.
0: Our dubs, I, I, yeah. Hard not to root for our dubs.
1: They're my favorite team to watch, but I can't really have that connection with them. I need the team to be in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, there's something about the local vibe. I'm an Oregon Duck fan, went to Oregon, Blazers fan through and through. There's just but I'm also a Cowboys fan because you know, there's no NFL team there, and it's just a different feeling. You know, there's just a when they lose, you're upset, but not really as much as when it's like, oh, okay, it's Washington Oregon last few seconds, that that heart is in your chest. So I get that with the local flavor. So in terms of like the news, we talked about this when I came on your podcast. What is the most, like you caught me off guard, so I decided not to catch you off guard. Most (laughs) low-key, under-the-radar signing pickup in the NBA, you think, this season?
1: Okay, I think a lot of people forgot about the Kristaps move. That was a big deal when it happened. And now that the Celtics have made another move, it's like totally forgotten. I haven't heard any articles or any talk about it but i think it's important here and you know we're talking about a team that's a title favorite so i'm kind of surprised
0: yeah me too i think a lot of that's because he's just not been healthy right and so we're wondering is he a five is he a four how's the fit and then but, the drew thing came in
1: yeah I mean it, he's always an injury risk and you know whatever but that's that's going to make the team look so much different. I'm not particularly a huge Kristaps fan. I think his game has always been kind of weird ever since he got the first injury in New York. Unfortunately, he definitely didn't work in Dallas. That was ugly watching him alongside with Luka. So I'm not saying this is going to be a good move, but it's definitely one worth keeping tabs on that's not getting any buzz.
0: Favorite off-the-court plot line or plot lines this season?
1: Okay, it's got to be James Harden, right? Like, we we talked about this when you came on, but he had another quote the other day where he was like, all right, so update, he's at camp. And then they ask him again. He's like, situation, relationship is beyond repair. He compares it to a marriage being done. I'm like, okay, so what? So what, like, you're going to like, be on the team still or how are we doing this here because you're still at war with the team
0: it's like when you live with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you guys are broken up but you're still like you still have a one bedroom and you're just sleeping in this like twin bed together you like look over like yeah I don't want to be here but I have nowhere else that I that I can go
1: yeah pr- I mean pretty much it's like so if Daryl Morey was the woman here She's like bringing back other dudes to the apartment. He's like, he has to just like sit through it. It's like I need to find a different place to live.
0: He needs to go. He's got to go soon. I saw this that Zach Lowe. I like Zach Lowe a lot, but this is maybe the most disrespectful league pass uh, list I've ever seen. Where you've got like Toronto's got to be the the hardest watch this year. So who are your top league pass teams, and who are your like absolutely? switching away from the TV when this team is on.
1: Let's start with the team I want to watch. I still think the Kings are a league pass team. Absolutely. They're, they were so fun to watch last year. And I know the how many games are they on national TV list always comes out, but I didn't review it. I'm guessing they don't have very many. They're still in Sacramento. So it's going to be a lot of league pass for me for the Kings. And it's the, it's the West Coast, so... Those games are – they're usually like a sneaky late-night watch. 10-30. That was always the Blazers for me. They're in the Blazers spot now. So I like the Kings. I mean, they're they're just exciting. They run it up. I think they scored like 125 points a game last year.
0: And then worst team to watch? You can't use the Raptors, but they're really bad.
1: They're really bad. I want to go with Charlotte. There was just news again the other day about Miles Bridges. (laughs) Can anything go right in Charlotte? Like, they made, I saw someone make a list of like the police reports on their team. It is so bad. And then you add in LaMelo, who doesn't have a police report. I don't want to, you know, misreport anything here, but he doesn't seem super interested in being like an NBA player. I think everything goes wrong for them. I have almost no hope for this team. And I think it's going to be a lot of selfish me first basketball, which I hate seeing.
0: Yeah. What team do you think has the biggest drop-off this year?
1: Uh, Biggest drop-off? Unfortunately, I think it might be the Warriors. They're still – and I really like the Warriors. I love watching them play basketball. But I think a lot of things can go wrong in a lot of different directions for them.
0: Yeah, we talked about this on your pod, that Chris Paul fit. We'll have to see.
1: It wouldn't totally surprise me if they end up being like a 9 or a 10 seed and missing the playoffs, like end up being a play-in team. They're just really old at this point. I don't think there's any way around that. They're probably going to be some injuries there. They're going to be short on depth. Don't love it. But, you know, Steph is, he's going to find a way. If Steph remains healthy the whole year, he's still going to be Steph Curry. But yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to redo the whole thing about Chris Paul. I just don't see how he fits in.
0: You'd still think Nuggets win the whole thing or who's your title favorite as of now, October 17th?
1: I think it's Boston. It's hard to pick against Nuggets in the West, though. It really, it's really hard. Remember when those Jokic retirement rumors came out? I think yeah. that's like I think that's the only thing that can stop them is if he just like becomes disinterested in playing basketball, which I think it's a I think it's a lie.
0: Yeah, it could be like the greatest bit uh, ever in history. But you have been, thank you so much for making the time. We're gonna have to do it again. I am coming out to Pittsburgh. I'm gonna see a game with you again. Like you guys, if you guys don't follow Frank Michael Smith on every platform and you're not getting storytelling from him on a daily basis, you must do it again. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. His Twitter threads, low key, very insightful as well. The hook at the end, if you like this thread, please follow. Just like nuggets after nuggets. And he doesn't care about divulging them because he knows you're not going to do them because you're way too fucking lazy. So thank you so much to Frank Michael Smith for coming on the podcast. We'll have to do it again soon.
1: Trista, it's been a pleasure. I'm excited for Pittsburgh and, and everyone out there. Definitely follow the Twitter. I'm trying to grow on there. So good stuff coming on there.
0: Absolutely, thanks so much.